Hi, I'm JK, the host of Sorts from the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast, and I'm here to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, with everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours, and you're listening to the Neighbourhood Rewatch. Okay, so welcome to the Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. I'm your host of Source, JK. Uh, today we have Tim. Hello. And we have Adam. All right. Right, and we're going to talk about episodes 3,220 3,221, but two action packs. I don't, don't think you're getting shortchanged here because these are two action-packed episodes. Um, real memorable moments, I think, going on here. Uh, but before we get to Ad- Adam's, uh, Adam's screwing I don't, up. I, I don't think you should be saying, like, bef- like don't you're not going to be shortchanged because I, I just feel like they are going to be. <laughs> you might be able to save this. I mean, they were they were like quite action packed, uh, but there was only two episodes, so I think we'll do well here to make this fucking interesting. But we'll try. We will try. We will try. And if if you're joining us off the back of social media interest because you were listening to BBC Radio Two, Radio Two, oh, yeah, Radio Two. Oh, let's earlier. talk about that. Let's open yeah. the forbidden door. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about that, Tim. What's what's happened today on BBC Radio Two? Fucking bad useless things that they like honestly, the stars of Neighbours from yesteryear should have been on our show, not fucking around with Scott Mills. Yeah. So that's what happened today. So Scott Mills did a, a special show. It was three hours long, excess if I don't think that's necessary at all. We'll have bashed this out within 45 minutes, I think. <laughs> but three hours long, um, because it, it was the 30, it's 35 years old neighbors, which we should have known real. Well, me and Tim don't really need to know it, but if I'm the host of sorts of that podcast, I should I should be marketing that for a while. It's not, the build up to it. It's quite a big deal, 35 years, isn't it? So well, it's 35 years in the UK, but it didn't get shown in the UK till like October of, the, of that year. Oh, we say even like the actual anniversary. It's are just... we doing it properly in October then? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, we'll be having a full on Neighbours Day. Oh, so what are we allowed to tell them what you've got planned for it yet? Because I imagine it's big things. Uh, no, they're still in the works. Don't worry. It'll be better than Scott Miller's show, I promise you. I only listened to the last 10 minutes, but did you listen to a bit more of it? Yeah, I listened to most of it. There was a lot of Kyrie played. And then they were and then they were they were getting very short of ideas. So at one point you played the home and away theme tune. And I'm like, you're running out of ideas now. Scott, yeah, come on. That's that's like when I make a joke about home and away, it's because I've got nothing else to say. <laughs> uh yeah, and then they got like the big finale was getting like uh Madge and Harold and Scott and Charlene all like in the same room together, uh, which was a bit awkward. Uh, like they've clearly not like since Kylie left, she's clearly never fucking spoke to Madra Harold again. Because Scott goes, "Oh, when did we go last time you were on a room together?" And she's like, "Probably when I fucking left the show." <laughs> and then Jason's like, "I asked you a few times," and yeah, Kylie Kylie's a bit like, "Yeah, you were a bit creepy to be honest." 
Uh, <laughs> we toured oh, for a bit. Dear. We had sex a few times and then you got very creepy. <laughs> so she wasn't really comfortable talking to him either. Uh, yeah, it was just, it was a little bit awkward. Uh, but it was good to see Neighbours twending, trending on Twitter. It was the number two tr- trending thing on Twitter at one point. Uh, was the first one go. Ronaldo? No, the first <laughs> one was not Ronaldo. Uh, I think it was Michael Owen and hashtag dead squirrel. <laughs> That's a reference to a joke we had. Completely irrelevant to everybody who was just getting into the Neighbours chat I've, there. I've just well, done a quick Google search, by the way, and... I didn't like there's quite a, a massive gap that the very first episode of Neighbours televised 18th of March 85. Um, but it was the following year in October, so it was like a year and a half later that it first televised in the UK. Yeah, that that's that's what the 35 will be. It's actually like 36 and a half years old in like actual terms. But yeah, the UK date. Why are they doing it now? I don't know. Needed it doesn't fill, fit either. Needed, needed to fill a bank holiday Monday. Oh, dear. Jason's, Jason Donovan's got a new musical he wants to, to fog. Tyler's <laughs> got a new album out, I think. It's, it seems a bit sus in my eyes. If people, like, enjoyed it in, to the extent that the, it was a bit of nostalgia for them, a bit of old neighbours, though, and they've thought, meh, wouldn't mind a bit more old neighbours. We, we should Come be right. the right place. There you go, we're here. We are here for those people. And it's not like, I, I imagine, I didn't listen to it, as I say, because I don't really like Scott Mills, but I imagine it was just, like you say, oh, Kylie, what, what are you doing now? <laughs> you didn't could become of anything after neighbours. <laughs> Jason, oh, do you remember the wedding when you and Charlene got married? <laughs> I, bet, I imagine it's just basic, lazy shit. We are not lazy on this podcast. We get, we get the other people on. We're still maybe getting um, the character that features in quite prominently in the two episodes that we're going to be talking about today. Um, so I think you liked that, but you want a bit more of it. Where can they find us on uh, all our social media bits and bobs? Uh, at Watch Neighbor on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and if you want to understand the Michael Owen joke before, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash neighborhood rewatch. Just How one pound that? a month. Just one pound a month. It's not much, is it? For example, right? So that's not that's nothing. It, if like you're um, this, we have got a little E on our podcast, don't we? Like for explicit, like we sometimes, yes. Tim sometimes gets carried away. Like he spoils it sometimes. <laughs> but like if you like, if you lose a tooth and put it under your pillow, chances are you might get a pound from the tooth fairy. <laughs> if that's you, and you also like neighbours, put that pound to, you know, don't just spend it on sweets to rot more teeth, although that, that might double up your money, I suppose. Um, spend it on a Patreon. A pound from the tooth fairy. Yeah, we will accept fairy money. I do think you should tweet about this because there's a good chance... If anybody did pick up on your live tweeting of the Scott Mill show, it's not this episode they're going to be listening to where we justify ourselves. So just in case they jump in right in the middle somewhere and just in case they go to the episode a couple ago when it was the worst we've ever done, they need they need some kind of justifier on social media as well. Everything's fine. There are some good stuff here. Keep looking. Go back to the beginning and binge it. Yeah, yeah, that's what people do. 
I'll just pick a random episode and just see what's going on in it. Pick a random episode. And if you think we're shit, just keep listening because you'll get it eventually. <laughs> That's a good. That is a great advert. There. If you think we're shit, just fucking bite you, bite the, bite your fucking tongue. If you think we're shit, you're missing the point. It's your fault. <laughs> Stick with it. You'll you'll understand soon. Uh, it's not for everyone. I understand that, but it's fine. But I feel like it's for a lot of some someone. I was trying to think. Of- <laughs> <laughs> trying to it's think for a lot of people. someone. <laughs> oh dear, yeah. I was. <laughs> so not not only tr- is it not not appropriate for most people, it's only appropriate for one person, but not all of that one person. Yeah, I'm just part of you. That little bit inside of you, that little itch in the, in the in the back of your brain that you try and keep quiet, that voice, it's us. <laughs> Give it a listen. Keep a shit. Keep listening. Uh, so we before we get on to talking about the episodes that we watch, there, there is because we have done a little bit of a skip in between, and there's a couple of loose end storylines that were going on, which I feel like the listeners would want to know what the, the culmination of those were. I'd like uh, to know. And, and yeah, I'm sure you two would love to know as well. So I'll tell you. Uh, do you remember Sarah Stalker? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Completely forgotten about it. The writers have forgot about it for a couple of weeks. But She's got fact, a new hairstyle and they've just fucked the stalker off. No, well, he shows up. She's doing a laundry outside one day and he shows up in a garden. He's like, can I help you with your laundry? I don't know if that's called that's can, a bit I, weird. can I sniff your knickers, but... Oh. <laughs> it's all right they're clean yeah. now probably so Sarah goes oh yeah that'd be great thank you very much she starts folding laundry she says oh, I'm just going to go inside and make us a cup of tea gets on the phone fucking police he's down here now he's sniffing my knickers get the fuck out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's it yeah and he gets taken away and never seen again but yeah he shows up yeah they got bored of it Yeah, they got bored of it and they wrote it off in a single four-minute scene. Fucking <laughs> hell. Uh, there was also there's the Citizen of the Year awards that were being mentioned a lot as well. Uh, a few people were were open. Would I think they'd nominated themselves a few people, hadn't they, uh, mm-hmm. for that award? One of one of which being Lou Carpenter. I think he was the most prominent. In he that storyline, he was lobbying for it, wasn't he? He was doing a lot of lobbying. He's been doing a lot of charity things, and so he was one of the finalists. The other two finalists were Harold and Susan. Um, I don't know why Susan was there. All she does is she her job is to be the principal of the high school. Yeah, she's somehow a citizen of the year. She doesn't do fuck all else. Yeah, she does literally nothing. She comes home and drinks wine and goes, "Fucking hell, I've got to go back to school tomorrow." <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, teachers work hard, but Citizen of the Year, I don't nope. Citizen of, of where? Is it just Erinsborough or is it... It sounds like it's literally just fucking Ramsey Street if there's only them three up for it. I was going to say, you had this, this competition where the fucking dickheads are trying to jump over the river and kill themselves. At least you had some strangers in that. Mm. Yeah, no strangers here. Just the th- three cast members. And do you want to guess who won? Not those three finalists. You'd go Harold, someone, from, someone from Neighbours, probably. Someone from Neighbours. Adam, Adam saying Harold, Tim. I'll go Harold. You've got I Susan mean, Lee or Harold. Because Susan's the odd one out and shouldn't really be there, and she probably didn't nominate herself. 
I'll say Susan. I'll say Susan. Uh, it, no, it wasn't Susan. It was Harold. He won Citizen of the Year. Okay. Lou he does was, lots of shit. He does Lou loads of stuff. Fuming, absolutely fuming about it. Lou had done some last-minute charity things just before it as well. One of them being he organised a charity rat race. He got some. He got loads of rats in the pub and started racing them, but then the rats all got fucking loose. Fuck. See, this might be one of those ones where you're making this shit up. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> no. no, this actually happened. The rats escaped. Fucking hell. Well, yeah, he's locked out. And then he, he, uh, he kicks off with the, whoever the organiser of it was. He's like, why the fuck have I won this? I've just done a charity rat race. I've done this, I've done that. He's like... Yeah, but Harold does all these things. He doesn't brag about them like you. And now there's a plague of fucking rats running around <laughs> the fucking town. <laughs> so, yeah. Those are the, the, the storylines that I wanted to, to wrap up. Um, there was something else. I did really, Actually, one more thing I do want to wrap up. So, Tad Reeves, who joined the cast in the last lot of episodes, I said, typical 90s kid, bit of a rebel, thinks he's bad. Do you want to know what he's been up to in the meantime? Yep. Uh, he goes He goes into Lou's pub and tries to get a beer. Just flat out, just goes to the pub, goes to Libby, give us a beer. And she's like... In disguise or anything? or No, no, just as he is. Oh. Just as he is. And he says, can I have a beer, please? And Libby's like, uh, no. Aren't you Toadie's younger cousin? He's like 14. He's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm his older cousin. <laughs> uh, so he... he He's annoyed that he can't get a beer, so he then steals Toadie's car and takes it for a drive. Uh, Backwards down the motorway. There you go, well done. <laughs> uh, but he runs out of petrol, so he goes to the gas station and steals a load of petrol. Uh, so he gets chased from the police, and he goes <laughs> and he goes and hides in Sarah. He goes and hides in Sarah's house, but in Sarah's room, and then starts going through her stuff again. Probably stiff and a knickers. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go through this because it's just the two episodes. I'm going to go through it kind of as it happened, kind of like what we, we did with the, the Susan finds out about the affair kind of one. Because uh, there's a lot of action happening. So it starts off with uh, Joel and Carl. And for some reason, they've decided they're going to go and surprise the rest of the campers. So so there's a camping trip. It's Bill and Lance, Amy and Pinhead. They've gone for a little camping trip out somewhere, Tim. They have talked about it for a little while. Uh, like, as a like bit of a after exam kind of blow off kind of thing. Uh, but okay. Joel's been dumped by uh, Sally. Uh, so he's a bit down the dumps. Carl's like, oh, well, why don't I take you up camping if you want? Uh, no, I can check in on Bill. Make sure he's okay and you know, you, you, you go have a good time. So they're, they're driving up. Uh, but Anne, as they're driving up, they see Anne steaming back the other way because Bill and Anne, the night before, alone in the woods together under a, under a camping tent. Uh, can you guess what happened, Tim? Did they bang? They did bang, yes. And then the next morning, Pinhead is bugging Bill about it, going, oh, how was it, how was it, you know, and Bill's just like, oh, it was, it was, it was fine, it was just, just fuck off. I think he says something like, oh, it was, it was fine, it was average, it was nothing more. Like, just, just... Uh, yeah, it does, he says it, it was, 
Nothing worth talking about. It was average. It was pretty boring. Leave me alone. And overhears it. And she thinks he's he's just like laughing at her, slagging her off, sort of thing. He blat like I, I get what she why she got the wrong end of the stick, but he was blatantly just doing it so Pinhead would just fuck off and yeah, I thought that was completely obvious as day. And and he's fucking useless throughout these both these episodes. She's an oh, she only gets worse. This original this thing is just a bit. Of, I can understand like no, like a girl hearing that just not the full context of it and maybe being upset about it. I, I get that. But from there, she is an absolute shit show for the next, the next two episodes from that, yeah, from then on. Absolutely. She's a fucking disaster zone. This girl is <laughs> absolute fucking disaster. So, she nicks the car. First of all, doesn't she, she nicks the you and just speeds yeah. off in it. Doesn't speak to anyone beforehand or anything gets in the car. I thought she'd passed because obviously Lily had taught her how to drive backwards down the motorway. She still hasn't got a license or anything, so she's just robbed this car, and she's supposed to be responsible. So straight away, she's 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 not doing herself any favors, I don't think. Yeah, and then so, it starts pissing it down. Yeah, it really pisses it down, really badly pisses it down. So yeah, Carl, uh, Carl and Joel see a driving towards the camping, and then they see her tearing away from it. So like, oh, what the fuck is she doing? She's not even got a license. Carl's like, right, fucking follow her. Uh, and they find her just sat near like a riverbank in the car, just crying. And and Carl's like, "What are Carl's like? What are you doing? Get out!" And he's like, "Let us get in the car. What are you doing? This is mental." So they get in the car, and then like he's got some tissues, and she's she's crying. He's like, "Right, come on, let's get out now. This is a bit silly. You've not got a license." It's still absolutely shitting it down, by the way. I've never yeah. seen rain like this in Australia. I think this is the one day in the past, like, 152 years that it rained, because it doesn't rain in Australia. We know that as a fact. Yeah. It was absolutely shitting it down. It was pretty horrendous. I make a point of that, because that, that assists with the story. Yes, it does. So they're like, right, come on, let's reverse the U out of this riverbank. Stuck in the mud. Like, oh, fucking hell. Joel gives it a good go. Joel, Joel's giving it a good reverse. Ah, it's not fucking going anywhere, this. So I think it was his idea. It was like, Anne, you get in. You weigh less than me. You get in and you should be able to reverse it better. No, that's not why he does it. <laughs> why he does it? No. Is that, what you, is that why you thought she started trying to reverse the... Yeah, I thought he, I thought he said to her, "You weigh less than me." No, so I'm no. weighing it down because I'm fucking massive with all my muscles and my big dick. <laughs> so why don't no. you get in? No, and then try and reverse what you, it. What What happened was they told Anne to try and reverse it back because they were the ones who were pushing it the other way. Oh yeah, they were so pushing it. Carl yeah. and Joel were trying to push it. So obviously, again, big muscles or whatever. They were pushing it so she could reverse it back. That was quite clearly the, the physics and the method behind the madness there. I don't know what you've created for yourself. This will be interesting to see what you think of what happens with some of the later things in this story. I'm worried. <laughs> so, yeah, so him and Carl are trying to push the car forward and Anne's trying to reverse it because she weighs less. And, yeah, so he's not going to drag the car down. Sound, sound physics, I think. Uh, so it gets stuck, it's still stuck in the mud. And then she tries to break it. It doesn't, it just, the car just starts sliding down the bank. 
So Carl jumps out of the way. He's like, I jump out of the car. But Joel's stuck. So the, it put, the car pushes Joel down. And I'm still, you might have to explain this to me. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not quite sure how Joel got stuck. Because the car landed on his leg. But he was in the river. So because it was on a bank like that. And as I, that's why I, I felt it necessary that I was telling you that they were trying to push it because that's how, when it rolled forward, he got stuck underneath it. So he gets his so legs they're pushing it. it. The car rolls forward, unfortunately, down the little river bank into the river. Carl jumps out of the way and jumps out of the car. It would have been fine. She would have just been sat in the car in the river. Wasn't really a big worry at all for her. But Joel, because he can't get out of the way quick enough, the car pins him into the river and it's on a bit of a slant like that. So he's pinned. Yeah, I still don't get the physics of that. Why didn't he just crush him? Because he only got his leg. It didn't land. It, it, it just it went in on a slant. You can't see it if you're just listening, but I'm doing a slanting motion. So it comes in like that. It gets his legs. Your legs are at the bottom of your body, I think. So <laughs> as it comes in, it kind of pins his legs down. And then he's like, he's that. And he's, he's trying to stay above the water as the water slowly rises. Yeah, because it doesn't, it doesn't like flip off fast and the furious and like land on him. It just rolls in like that and kind of pins him. Yeah, I feel like he could have got out, if I'm honest. I feel like he was just dragging this out a little bit. Uh, looking for attention. So, yeah, he gets stuck under the car and it's pissing it down with rain. And Carl's like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do here? He's like, right, and take the Thunderbird. Take it, go get help. So and, go and we all know how reliable the Thunderbird is. The <laughs> shittest car since... An unreal shit car. Rum, I don't know. <laughs> well, do you know what? I really, really liked this little thread of Carl's car being fucking shit. And so many times now in the storyline, Carl's car being shit has had consequences. And this ends up being another one because Anne takes the car... She's driving to, to back to the camp to try. I think Lance has got Phil's mobile phone. They've got just like their family mobile phone. There's a phone, yeah. Yeah. But there's a tree stuck in the road. So she gets out, goes to try and stuck the tree, fucking falls flat on her face, which was fucking really funny. I don't mind you not laughing at this. I thought she it was doesn't fall over the tree. She doesn't, she, she doesn't she's fall over the tree. And running. she's and she runs up, yeah, she slips and goes face plant. She face plants like that. And it is quite funny because it's blatantly like someone behind the camera's gone, fall now! And she's gone, fuck! <laughs> and she just kind of throws herself like that. But she kind of like, as if she's just scored a winner at Wembley or something, she just slides <laughs> like this at first. <laughs> and then she gets back in the car and he won't fucking start. And he won't start again. Uh, so while this is happening, Carl's improvising a snorkel kind of thing for for Joel because the water's rising above his head now and he's struggling to breathe. So he's found like an old water bottle and like cut the top off of it and stuck the water bottle in Joel's mouth and he's just held it there. He's like, just breathe the air through this. And he's just holding that there for a little while. And he's like, oh, this is good, but it's not going to last long enough. So he ends up going into the car and getting like, I'm not sure what car park this was again. This this was a bit weird because it, it was like from underneath, like un, like in the footwell or whatever it is, where in the front, and he just yanks this thing and he ends up with this big black pipe sort of 
hose thing from underneath its weird. I don't know what it was weird. He just pulls this thing out, uh, this big tube that just happened to be part of the front of the car, and then he uses that as a as like a, a snorkely kind of thing as well because because the, there's so much water coming, the bottle isn't going to cope. So he needs this long pipe. So yeah, a bit weird that one. It was a bit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's like a a Ute thing. Is it like a so Carl, just just so I got it clear then, Carl pulled out his big pipe and yeah. put it in his mouth. He stuck it in Joel's mouth. Okay, okay. And then they held hands while they were doing it as well. There was lots of dramatic <laughs> stuff there, like clasping hands. Um, That's how the episode ended as well, and it was Carl, like, shouting at God. He was like, you're not taking him! No! Oh, and he was holding his hand, and Joel was just going further and further down. And you knew it was it because it had like the electric guitar going on as well. So it was like kind of noises going on with the electric guitar. And then you've got Anne who's who's made it back to the camp and she's fucking terrible. <laughs> like straight away, it's like Joel's drowning. We, we need to get we need to go fast, ring this, do that. She's got she just she turns up and goes, <laughs> she's, she's fucking, fucking terrible. terrible. Absolutely hysterical. Everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's just like, Aah! It's like that. It's very much like in the uh, Anchorman, where he's in the in the phone booth after Baxter's been kicked off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I thought someone was going to slap her at one point to kind of like bring her back because she was she was just chatting absolute shit, and it was taking ages as well. It was like everyone's just trying to like like calm down and just just like speak words, and she's like, Aah! and then even and she doesn't even listen to Bill, uh, but eventually. They kind of, she just grabs the phone and just, and then she shouts down the phone. God knows how, like, 999 understood her at all. Uh, but they do. Uh, and then within minutes, the fucking helicopter's there. Uh, like, helicopter and a couple of cars with, like, a little winch. And they, uh, and they save Joel, who's minutes away from death at this point. The, the water's just getting over the top of the little, his little snorkel thing. Uh, but the ambulance there, they someone like rappels down, gets him on a little board and rappels him up into the helicopter. Uh, and then they rappel? take a, is rappel is that a word? Yeah, rappel's a word. <laughs> is it the right word? No. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you said rappel down. And then you said rappel again. Rappels him back up. <laughs> Repels him back. <laughs> so it's repels when you stop something from like coming at you or, or push it away. Push it away, yeah. Is it? Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I thought like, it was like I thought like it was mosquito like, repellent. I've, no, rappel. Rappel is what the word I meant. Oh no, that's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> you are completely making something up there. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sure that's a thing. Like on the rope, you repel down the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, down. But then you just yeah. propel up as well. You don't. Uh, I thought you meant propel. I thought someone was propelling themselves down or something. Well, they could have done with a flying machine, couldn't they, really? That would have been a big help. <laughs> Not based on last last week's fucking <laughs> scenario. Yeah, so what I thought was weird here was so they get they get Joel, they, get, they winch the car back um, and get him out. 
I thought the main prop, so obviously it fucks his leg up a bit. We find this out a little bit later on. But his problem was the breathing, surely. Like he was underwater, wasn't he? He couldn't breathe and, and all sorts. At no point when they get him out, did he give him any air or anything? <laughs> you get him on a, well, if, him on a stretcher. If the snorkel's not been covered up. I think, but, but surely he was struggling breathing, like under what, like... Yeah, it's pretty. It must it's be stressful. Loads of, yeah, he'd be taking loads of water in his lungs. Well, you'd get you'd give someone air, wouldn't you? Just even if they were kind of a bit, a bit, yeah, like you say, stressful or panicked or something like. They don't give him any air. You check, they like put him on the stretcher and strap him down and everything. But I was like, surely just give the guy some oxygen or something. He's been underwater for what seems like ages. So is is he leg dead? Can't walk now. No. no. So he gets taken to the hospital. He's worried, obviously, because as we know about Joel, he is a triathlete and dominator sports have like signed him. Um, so he's a, he's worried at the moment about his triath triathlon career. Um, and they, they tell him like it's too messed, it's too swollen at the moment. It's not broken. It's a bit messed up. But we'll we'll have to let you know when the swelling goes down. So he's shitting it at the minute, um, but we don't know yet if he's fucked or not. Yeah, and that's he, that's all he's really worried about, to be honest. Is 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 dominated sports contract. Uh, well, he is worried about Sally though as well, uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Uh, so you get Sally lifted off the stretcher, uh, ends up at Erinsborough Hospital. Just that's because that's the nearest one, apparently. Even though they're fucking miles away from Erinsborough, because they're all in a big course. Well, yeah, course. Let's take it, let's it's called his doctor as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Carl shows up at one point. There's a nurse there going, "Hi, Doctor Carl, you're all right. You're a great hero." Carl, by the way, is not asked about anything that's just happened. He <laughs> laughing. He does not care what has just happened in the last twenty-four hours. He is cracking jokes with the nurses, cracking jokes with Susan. He's wearing his fucking dressing gown around the hospital. That's because he was a patient. Because he was in the river, he got brought in. Oh, I thought he was doing it. I was like, you know what? I can, I'm, I'm this popular at this hospital. I can show up in my dressing gown. Nobody's going to say shit. I'm going to start smoking a cigar if I want it as well. I thought it was good. He wasn't making a big deal out of it. He was, you know, not all heroes wear capes. He was just getting on with his day. Some heroes wear dressing gowns. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Yeah, Carl's just back to normal. I, I liked as well, like, they didn't really do anything with Joel with regards to air. They just put him in a stretcher and got him in a helicopter. They just put a blanket around Carl and give him a cup of tea and go, you're all right. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. No worries. Uh, I don't, did they even, I think they just leave Anne to cry in a corner, don't they, pretty much? They, they tell her that she has to stay in overnight and just to yeah. kind of, yeah. Chill the fuck out. Does. Yeah, and then Bill comes in to see her and he's just like, what the fuck's going on? What is wrong with you? Why did you run off? And she's like, she's like, oh, you can't blame yourself for what happened to Joel. And she's like, I don't. I blame you. And he's she like, say that. what the? He's like, what the fuck have I done? He's like, you were talking about me. You made me feel cheap and dirty. I thought we had something special. And then Bill really, really rationally explains what he was trying to say. He was just like, listen, then Ed was fucking bugging me. So I just told him something so we'd go away and stop asking me questions. Which is fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then he just, he, he, he kind of turns it on Anne then. He's just like, you really thought I'd start bragging about that to Pinhead and saying you were shit in bed and this, that and the other. He's like, 
what what is wrong with you and she's like oh i'm so fucking and then just fucking starts going again i'm so fucking sorry this is all my fault i've ruined everything god yeah she's yep. a hysterical mess at this point uh, <laughs> at this point i reckon if we watch we're not going to watch the next couple of episodes because we can't get hold of them but i reckon while she's in the hospital she's going to get a visit from one of lily's relatives i reckon while she's in this vulnerable state i reckon this is someone's going to try and take advantage and get that house back off her that's where i think that storyline's going um so sally comes to visit joel uh at the behest of drew because uh sally's been hitting very hard on drew uh they've uh They've been playing pool together, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go fix Sarah's fridge because Sarah's fridge is fucked." So he goes, "She's like, I'll come and watch you fix the fridge." And he's like, "Are you sure? It's gonna be boring as fuck." And she's like, "I don't mind. I'll just stare at you." And he's like, "All right, whatever." Mm. So they go and fix the she's fridge. As bad like, as Adam. <laughs> she wanted, uh, yeah, she's proper trying it on, and he's and she wants to go and watch a film with him at this. Uh, and get some dinner or something. He, he, you can tell, like, I think Drew, because it's Drew, he just thinks, oh, she's just being friendly. We're just friends, 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 friends. It is definitely not friends, though. She wants a bit, don't you? She does. When they're playing pool, there was a really odd line that came across. So he's, like, she's trying to teach him how to play pool. And then, like, she's trying to, like, doing that thing where, like, she, you know, she takes his arm and, trying, you know, like, gets close up to him. She's right in his ear, isn't she? Right in his ear. And he's like, I can't play pool with your hot breath near my ear. Do, do people do people have hot breath? Is that a thing? I've never like mm. I'd never known anyone to have hot breath before. I, am I the only one in this? Well, you don't have cold breath, do you? You do well. I suppose you do when it's cold. No, because no, you don't. Like, no because it's hot, and then you see the steam. Yeah, so I think it's probably warm. I think he, I think it was just they were, trying to, they were trying to make it sound a bit like softcore porn, weren't they? They were trying to just make it sound like something. I don't know if, if a girl had hot breath, I think I'd be definitely put off by that. Would you prefer her to have cold breath? I think so, yeah. I think I'd rather have so dead. Breath. So a dead body would be, would be a lot more <laughs> beneficial to you. An arousing than the warm breath. Okay. I've I've got I've got some neighbours trivia for you. Okay. On on the start of Sally's Wikipedia page, it says, and I'll I'll only read the first line. Sally Louise Fletcher, and then there are a couple of other surnames that she's gone by. Copeland and Keating. Okay. What you mean the character has or the actual actress? Yeah, the birth, sure the that's birth the right name. person because that's neat. That none of those are the names of this Sally. Hang on, <laughs> it's, Tim. It's Sally Hot Breath. Just type in Sally Hot Breath. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. I'll, I'll Google Sally Hot Breath. That was home and away, by the way. Just, just, just cover over that. Um... Oh, what a dickhead! Wow. <laughs> no, that's that's fine. Should we play the home and away fucking theme tune while we're at it as well? <laughs> Scott Mills did. So yeah, if you've right. Sally, Sally Hot Breath. Um, I've got a logo for Sally's Frog's Breath. Oh, I don't think I'd appreciate Frog's Breath, I imagine. girl, either. 
This is this has gone badly. Ignore me. Carry on, please. We God. were trying, Tim, <laughs> but you made a real point of this. So, um, what what breath would be appealing at this point? I don't know, but what would your five perfect <laughs> breath? So imagine, right? You're you're getting to know a, a, a friend who you'd quite like to be more than a friend, and you have a simple date at a pub playing pool. Why not? A little bit of friendly banter playing pool. You do that thing where you're hustling a little bit and you're acting like you can't play pool with the idea that she's going to teach you. Because we all know the only way you can teach someone pool is by getting up really close and whispering in their ear as they follow through. You can't see it, but I'm doing the sign, uh, following through. Um, what would be your favourite arousing five breaths that you'd want around your ear area. This is Go. so complicated. And <laughs> honestly, I said at the beginning of the podcast, like, I only make home and away jokes when there's nothing else to say. What I just did was accidental, but I stand by it. No, I interrupted no. And this. now you're killing this one as well. Stop killing all the banter, Tim, with your shitting eight <laughs> comments. All I'm right. not even sure top I understand the breath. question. Five right. top breaths. Go. Five top breaths. Uh, oh. Roast beef, that'd be in it. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Straight away. Roast beef breath. What else? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I, oh. I don't, like, like, people used to put like coffee breath as an insult, but I quite like coffee. I wouldn't mind coffee breath. I'd put that at number four, maybe. Okay. Um, I don't know how to react to this. You don't have to. Uh, <laughs> I had a hot dog today with ketchup and ketchup and mustard. It was some sort, sort of like hot dog ketchup mustard. That would be quite nice. Two more. Two more. I feel like I'd like a fruity one as well. So maybe like a, a mango kind of mango and lime breath. You know, just something, okay. to, you know, something to freshen up the breath. Uh, at the end, and then I suppose in that case, you'd have to go mint breath as the top. There's that's Classic the best breath. To finish, fair play. Yeah, uh, good one. There we go. Top five breaths. I feel like we've all learned something. <laughs> you know, I had no idea how you're going to answer that then. Oh, god. Oh. Yeah, really, 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 really strange term there, uh, from Drew. So Anyway, so they're back at Drew's place. He's like, "Oh yeah, we'll get changed and we'll go to the cinema." Uh, and he's like, "Okay, Sally, you know, just, you know, some, you know, go pick some records or something. I'm just gonna go get changed or get something from the fridge." And as he's pretty much butt naked, he's down to his underpants. He's got a hell of a six pack on as well. Drew, he looks brilliant. Point. He's never looked better. Uh, he, he looks absolutely amazing. Sally walks in and is just like, "Oh no, I've caught you in your underpants. What are we gonna do now?" And that's like one of the cliffhangers from one of the episodes. And we come back to the episode. What do you think they did, Tim? I mean, what, Sally and Drew? She's yeah. walked in, he's just in his underpants. I mean, honestly, the way it's going down, I I kind of want Drew to just be like, can you fuck off? I'm getting dressed. Well, yeah, that's pretty much what he does, to be that's honest. on. Well, she, yeah. goes, she goes in. She goes in for the kiss hard, and he like kind of recoils pretty straight away. It's just like, no, this is not good. 
season. Yeah. Um, he tries to repel her at one point. <laughs> yeah, and they're literally like, and she's just trying to talk, and then at one point he's just like, Can you just actually get out, please? Can you just get out. Yeah, because yeah, she's only lit she must have only broke up with Joel an episode or two ago. He's Joel's mate. He's like, Joel's asked me to speak to you. Um, no, because he's my he's my pal, and what are you doing? Yeah, a good, a good guy, Drew again. What a guy! What great a guy. guy. Uh, but great then guy, like, great oh. body. But then she's like, "Oh, we could still be friends, though, right?" And he's like, nah, I, suppose, "I suppose." But it's a bit odd now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, fucking stalker. Uh, so yeah, they have a bit of a awkward meeting the next day at the coffee shop, and then that's when uh, that's when Drew convinces Sally to go see Joel in the hospital. Uh, so she goes. So Drew's that. So. Sally and Drew both go together pretty much, I think. Uh, but then Sally gets off that one. But she's like, right, I'm going to go now. I'm going to leave you. Joel, like, she gives she gives Joel a hug. Joel proper goes in for the kiss, which was a bit needed from Joel, if I'm honest. Because Joel the whole time's like, oh, you know, I've been so close to death. It makes me think about what I want and what I want is you. And you're the person that's close to me. I'm so glad you've come here. And it must show how much you care about me. And she's like, okay, this is a bit weird. Um he goes in for the kiss, which she kind of like turns the cheek and she gets off pretty quickly. And then Joel, not reading this signal at all, goes, oh, she's brilliant. Thanks so much, Drew. He's like, what for? And he's like, well, oh, I think she wants to get back to me now. You've done you, you've done the job there. And Drew's just like, nah, that's not it, mate. You've completely read this fucking situation wrong. So where, do, where do you think it's going to go then? What Do you think they'll get back together? Do you think she'll try it on again with Drew? What do you reckon? I think she's going to carry on trying it on with Drew, to be honest. I, I don't know if Drew cracks. Because it, I don't know if he cracks or not. I don't I know. Not. I don't know. But I feel like they've got a good situation going, like a good long story going with Drew. Like, who's the girl who he's finally going to go for? Because I don't think he's had any, anything with anyone yet, has he? He's not... Not really. Only like not really showed any interest. Very, he dated Anne very briefly. Um, yeah, but that was a bit odd, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think he only went out once or twice, and then there was the Sarah thing. Were they going to get it together? But then he was he was buying flowers for Sarah, but he never really made a move. And then she was in full Carl mode at that time, so she went for that either. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, like him and Libby are mates. But didn't he want it? Didn't he, For now. Didn't he quite like Libby? I don't know. Well, I think because, well, I, actually, I, I've, I've got an idea. Where so Sally hates Libby because she thinks that Joel is obsessed with Libby. And there's, there was a point where Lou, the, Drew was speaking to Lou in the pub and was saying something about Libby's latest article and how brilliant it was. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're singing her praises a lot. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. So I think they may be laying the glamour. Bit long term there. there. Yeah, that Drew is a little bit in love with Libby. Is Libby still with that lecturer guy? I think so, yeah. I think so. Yes, he, yeah, she is actually, because I did read up about that. Uh, because she has a bit of trouble because she sees him kissing his ex-wife. Uh, so yes, yeah, so there's a little bit of drama there, but she just forgives him, apparently. Uh, apparently his ex-wife's just a kissy person. I don't know if that's really that's, it, I reckon something will happen again there then and she, she won't fall for it next time so do, do, you, do you have no no memory of from the first time you watched this of where any of this is going as far as relationships and Drew and 
Because I, I won't say it, but I remember it quite clearly. We know yeah. Drew gets with Libby in the end. Yeah, we know that, but... Yeah, okay. I, just, I wasn't going to say it. Just thought I'd... But I'm open. I don't know when that is or how far no. down the line it goes no. or... I don't know anything that happens in between that. No. It's part of the fun, which is a lot of part of the fun of this podcast, is not knowing what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> And stay tuned because there's going to be a lot of that happening in the next uh, in the next couple of months. I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of not knowing what the fuck's going on, uh, because that's generally what this podcast is. You, I don't know what's going on in neighbours. You don't know what I'm about to say next. <laughs> <laughs> we usually don't understand when you do say things. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the fun of the podcast. Um, so yeah, the next lot of episodes. Well, there's not really a lot of episodes. So we watch these on Daily Motion on a, a channel called UK Neighbours Fans Forever. Um, they get very sporadic now for a little while, but like probably like for two years worth of stuff. So we've decided that we're going to kind of drop in and drop out of episodes and just kind of see where we are and see what's good to see if we can pick up the pieces, see if there's any sort of continual thread throughout. Uh, we can always go back and look through things if we need to and find out, you know, sometimes I, I do really like sometimes just reading what's happened and going, well, that's for, that's insane. Like, like Sarah Starker just randomly showing up to start folding the laundry. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> after like weeks after that storyline had finished. Oh yeah. Let's just have them again. Let's just, let's just round this up. It's uh, yeah. so it should be some good fun ahead with this and uh, a little bit of different tack for the podcast, I think. It's going to be odd now. But we, but we do nothing but evolve. That's it could be good. We are just evolving into our next form. Uh, I don't know what that form will take. Uh, People can come and evolve with us, though, can't they? They can be a part of it. It can. Like, if you listen to episode one of this podcast, it's completely different now to what it was. Is it? It is completely different, yeah. We have evolved, and hopefully our listeners will come and evolve along with us. Uh, if you are new to the podcast, there is a lot of high crown neighbours at the moment uh, with storylines going on in modern day currently. Uh, there's just been a big tribute over here because 35 years of neighbours being on in the UK. Uh, so if you're new to this, stick along for the ride. It'll be a good, it'll be a great one. We won't get stuck in the mud. All right, but, if, but if we do, we'll... We'll we'll call a helicopter in and we'll get fucking lifted out of it. It's fine. We'll we'll, re- we'll repel back up to the helicopter. Yeah, we'll repel back we'll, up. with you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, I'd like I'd very I from the bottom of my heart, I'd really like to say to Tim and Adam, we've watched some good neighbours, but you've been good friends. See you next time, fuckers. <laughs>